Yusuke is much stronger now than I ever imagined a human could be. There's no telling what else he might be capable of. The greatest mistake a man can make is to be afraid of making one. Nobody is right all the time. It is in the nature of things that we progress by acting, making mistakes, and correcting course. You cannot correct your course if you are standing still. You cannot change or correct nothing. You can correct your course as you go. Only little men are never wrong. Use self-esteem for yourself instead of against yourself by convincing yourself of this truth. Big men and big personalities make mistakes and admit them. It is the little man who is afraid to admit he has been wrong. This of course applies equally to women. We must learn to embrace the short-term uncertainties of the game while staying connected to the targets we choose. Being wrong holds untold horrors to the person who tries to conceive himself as perfect. If he were ever wrong, his picture of a perfect, all-powerful self would crumble. Therefore, decision-making becomes a life-or-death matter. Reassure yourself that you are not your mistakes. Correct course and continue moving forward. Many people get a perverse satisfaction from feeling wrong. The victim of injustice, the one who has been unfairly treated, is morally superior to those who caused the injustice. Resentment is a cure that is worse than the disease. It is a deadly poison to the spirit, makes happiness impossible, and uses up tremendous energy that could go into accomplishment. You cannot win, because you are attempting to do the impossible. Change the past. Resentment, even when based on real injustices and wrongs, is not the way to win. It soon becomes an emotional habit. Habitually feeling that you are a victim of injustice, you begin to picture yourself in the role of a victimized person. Remember that your resentment is not caused by other persons, events, or circumstances. It is caused by your own emotional response, your own reaction. If life owes you a living, you become resentful when it isn't forthcoming. You are the creator. You set your goals. No one owes you anything. You go out after your own goals. You become responsible for your own success and happiness. It is fact that by the very act of birth, one person is unjustly set out to begin a hard life in a ghetto filled with street crime, while another, born in a crosstown hospital that same moment, will begin life in a safe suburb. In a sense, there is no justice, but we may manufacture just results for ourselves.
There's no denying injustice. If you intend to insist on justice in order to live a successful and happy life, you will not do so in this lifetime on this planet. You can enjoy the powers of your automatic success mechanism only if you choose to rise above injustice, small or large. Only the rare individual who manages to cleanse herself of these resentments and recalibrate is able to stay straight. Any individual who permits resentment to control her thoughts locks herself and her potential into a prison of her own making. She is her own hanging judge, discompassionate jury, and jailer. Life becomes worthwhile when you have worthwhile goals. Those who have the capacity to enjoy, still alive within them, find enjoyment in many ordinary and simple things in life. Those in whom the capacity to enjoy is dead can find enjoyment in nothing. You can see these people by the hundreds, night after night, knocking themselves out in nightclubs, trying to convince themselves they are enjoying it. They travel from place to place, become entangled in a whirl of parties, hoping to find enjoyment, always finding an empty shell. It is possible to win a fake success, but when you do, you are penalized with an empty joy. Life is worthwhile only when you have firmly fixed in your sights worthwhile goals. Emptiness is a symptom that you are not living creatively. You either have no goal that is important enough to you, or you are not using your talents and efforts in striving toward an important goal. The person who has no purpose of her own pessimistically concludes life has no purpose. The person who has no goal worth working for concludes life is not worthwhile. The person with no important job to do complains there is nothing to do. The individual who is actively engaged in striving toward an important goal or goals does not come up with pessimistic philosophies concerning the meaninglessness or the futility of life in general or his life in specific. Aliveness is based on constantly setting new goals. Emptiness is not a way that wins. Why bother? Why try? If life is just a treadmill, if we work eight hours a day so that we can afford a house to sleep in, so that we can sleep eight hours to become rested for another day's work, why get excited about it? All these intellectual reasons vanish, however, and we experience joy and satisfaction once we get off the treadmill, stop going around and around in circles, and select a goal worth striving for, and go after it. Emptiness and an inadequate self-image go together. Only striving for goals that are important to you, not as status symbols, but because they are consistent with your own deep inner wants, is helpful. Striving for real success, for your success through creative accomplishment, brings a deep inner satisfaction. Striving for a phony success to please others brings a phony satisfaction. 
Glance at negatives, but focus on positives. Automobiles come equipped with negative indicators placed directly in front of the driver to tell you when the battery is not charging, when the engine is becoming too hot, when the oil pressure is becoming too low, etc. A negative signal does not mean the car is no good. All cars overheat at times. However, the driver of the automobile does not look at the control panel exclusively and continuously. To do so might be disastrous. She must focus her gaze through the windshield, look where she is going, and keep her primary attention on her goal, where she wants to go. She merely glances at the negative indicators from time to time. When she does, she does not fix on them or dwell on them. She quickly focuses her sight ahead again and concentrates on the positive goal of where she wants to go. We should adopt a similar attitude about our own negative symptoms. The first step to getting out of a hole is to stop digging. A self-reliant, responsible attitude makes you less vulnerable. A big, strong person does not feel threatened by a small danger. A weak, little person does. When you habitually personalize every slight, every overheard conversation, even things you read or hear in media, you reveal a very thin-skinned self-image with the weakest of immunities. Be bigger than such things. The person in hot pursuit of meaningful, rewarding goals and a calendar of important things to do has little time to obsess over trivial slights and defenses. when someone hurts us or rubs us the wrong way. We form emotional or spiritual scars for self-protection. We are very apt to become hardened of heart and to withdraw within a protective emotional shell of one kind or another. In forming scar tissue, it is nature's intention to be helpful. Do not overprotect yourself. No one is ever too old, too jaded, too frightened, or too traumatized to wet the clay and begin remaking it as they imagine and desire. Built up emotional scars one atop the other make the self-image a threatened and vulnerable entity that triggers survival mode behavior, flee or fight, fear or pugnacious aggressiveness whenever confronted with a situation it senses might harm it in the same way as the past incidents that left scars. Don't underestimate the power of emotional scars. The emotional wall that we build as protection against one person or one situation cuts us off from all other human beings, from many opportunities, even from our real selves. Acceptance of the new by the self-image will automatically remove the old scars. 